Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Kirk Morris. Another brand new episode of the Paddle Down Podcast, episode five, I do believe. How's everybody feeling about the new season? 2022, 2023, two weeks in. And there's been some standouts. There has been some standouts in the goaltending position in the NHL. I am going to get to my top five. Originally, this episode was going to be me going through every tandem in the league. That would be boring as far as I'm concerned. I just want to talk about the good goaltenders. not going to talk about the lower tiers and the tankers and all that good stuff. You know... Fail, or was it fail hard for Bedard? I think that's the new chant. Things aren't looking too rosy there in Vancouver nowadays, I can tell you that much. Oof. Bruce, there he isn't. Oof. Scary, scary stuff if you're a Canucks fan. And I've been there as an Oilers fan, as an Oilers supporter. When you see your jersey being tossed on the ice, God only knows what... Uh, what the players are thinking, like, this is it. This is the lowest I think you can go. And I've seen it numerous times in Edmonton. So what does Vancouver do? You know, you really can't blame this uh, on Demko. <laughs> He's played the, the bulk of the game so far. He hasn't been, I would say, 100% spot on. Like, he, he can only do so much, though. It's kind of on your defense, and with Quinn Hughes out, your number one D-man out, it's going to be tough sledding for them for uh, a little while longer until either there's a change imp- implemented or they just get better and everybody pulls up their boots and grabs their lunch pails and goes to work. But I got to say, <laughs> I am not surprised about Logan Thompson and the job he's done so far in Las Vegas. I'm not surprised. After seeing him in the last quarter of the season there last year, you know, talk about a Phoenix rising out of the ashes. At one point I read, you know, and it's so, I I guess it would be cliched, you know, is this it? Is this what I'm going to do? You talk about like uh, Arbor, Arbor Shekesh. I think that's the guy. I think that's, or Jack I, sorry, not active. Wi-Fi, <laughs> here you go. Wi-Fi, same thing. Like he he was he went undrafted. I think he played his last game there with Hamilton, won the Memorial Cup, and didn't have a job. You know he didn't have an outlet, didn't know where he was going. Got offered a tryout there with uh, with Montreal, and then got offered a contract right out of uh, right out of rookie camp. You know, I think it was rookie camp, or it could have been the preseason too. I'm not sure. I'm not. 100% sure, but you talk about Logan Thompson, you know, going through uh, going through the paces, going through the lo- as the long road taken to get to the NHL and then to stay here. You know, you have to have a little luck along the way. You have to have some things going for you. And boy, oh boy, has he uh, risen to the occasion. You know, he's, he's, he's answered all his critics and, and uh <laughs> You know, the eye test numbers there, and then you look at his advanced stats, it's just like, holy smokes. You, you can't, <laughs> you just can't, you can't deny that he's a good goaltender. I know the season's early. I know it's the first two weeks. But you can't, 
you, you know, you, you, you just can't, if you're a Las Vegas fan, you got to be hyped. You got to be stoked. You know, this kid's standing on his head every night, giving the team ahead, you know, in front of him a ch- chance to win. You know, 3 2 and 0, 203 goals against average, 931 save percentage. You, you, can't, you can't ask for any more than that, man. Seriously. And uh, I, I'm just going to punch up his advanced numbers here. Like, uh, his war rating is 0. 0.57. <laughs> Not too far from, you know, he's he's number six in the league here as of today, October 25th, 2022. He is number sixth. He is sixth in the league. Carter Hart's number one. Big shocker there. You want to talk about a breakout. <laughs> talk about a phoenix rising out of the ashes there too. You know, what a, what a hell of a start for Carter Hart. <laughs> I'm not a poet and you wouldn't know it. <laughs> but seriously, like he four and four zero and zero start, one seventy five one point seven five goals against nine forty nine save percentage in four games. But that whole team has been playing superb under their new coach, another John John Torrell. And I've been I've been a big supporter. Of the defensive, the, what is the defensive system deployed in front of the goaltender? That's huge. If you get your guys, your defense, and even your forwards to chip in, man, oh man, the goaltender is just—he's gonna be seeing beach balls all night long. Yeah, I, if you're Carter Hart, you gotta be loving life so far. Uh, you know, first two two weeks of the season. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Felix Sandstrom, on the other hand, uh, he hasn't had the best looks. He uh, he's been given it back to back starts, like the second half of back to back start. It's not good. Excuse me. And um, he's still looking for his first NHL win. You know, and Mike McKenna, there, great follow on Twitter. You know, former pro goalie. Um. He just, he said, you know, like, <laughs> he said, I think he, I, I'm quoting him, as he said on Twitter, he, you know, five of the last seven starts have been on back-to-backs. You're not giving your, your goaltender a chance to win. And um, that's the life of a backup. <laughs> You're going to be tossed grenades all t- all night long. You just, you know, you got to, like I said, you got to give your goaltender a little bit of a, little bit of a boost. You got to, you know. Give him a little bit of a hand there. Try to block some more shots, that kind of stuff. You know, get in lanes. Let him see, you know. And I, I watched him play against Florida, and, man, oh, man. He had some great moments. Just, you know, just bad luck chances, you know. You know, puck luck, I guess you could say. You know, just – and then his tracking, I thought, was a little bit off. But that's just me. I'm not a pro. I'm just a fan of goaltending. <laughs> I'm not going to – I'm not. I'm not going to speak on experience. I've only ever played three years of goaltending there, and that's when I was way younger, about 30 years ago. To tell you the truth, <laughs> so and the position has changed. It's been bounds and leaps since I played. So I'm not going to sit here and talk trash on on an NHL backup. That's for darn sure. But you got to feel for the guy. The other breakout I was going to talk about, actually two more I was going to talk about, was Jordan Bennington. And as an Oilers fan, he stood on his head. And it was, uh, 
<laughs> I got to say, he since last season, their last season in the playoffs, he's been playing awesome. 3-0-0, undefeated, 165 goals against average, 940 save percentage. Can't ask more than that from, you know, from a guy that's, you know, took you to Stanley Cup there a few years back. Kind of lost a step there last year, but this year, <laughs> he, he's he's breaking out once again, just like he did there in the playoffs last year when Huso was, wasn't his greatest. And then I got to talk about Eric Comrie of the Buffalo Sabres. I joked when I said this, you know, back in the summer. <laughs> what if the Oilers actually got Eric Comrie? You know, after seeing him play there that last stretch there, last season there for Winnipeg, you know, they kind of messed up and they kind of shot themselves in the themselves in the foot. All he had to play was 90 more minutes there, and he would have uh, still been under contract. You know, still would have had RFA rights for. Um, for the Winnipeg Jets, you know, you know, <laughs> it's just uh, shoulda, woulda, coulda, I guess. And then you have to sign, go ahead and sign uh, Big Save Dave. <laughs> I'm not going to go there as an Oilers fan. You, you could talk about that stick toss all day long. <laughs> his his life hasn't been the same since. But anyways, I, I, I digress. Talking about Eric Comrie there, like a heck of a start there when Buffalo came out west. Three, or pardon me, two one and zero oh, with a three oh one goals against average and a nine thirty save percentage. They were shooting the lights out between Edmonton and Calgary. They tried both to solve them there, and both times he came up with wins. W's in his hip hip pocket there, so you know never you can never predict these things the way that you want them to go. As far as um, as far as you know, goaltenders, they're they're wild cards. They're they're absolute voodoo. You have no idea where they're gonna go and how long they're gonna last if they get injured and all that good stuff. But I will say this, you know, like <laughs> there's a lot of road left to go here in the season. But you, you take a look likes of like James Reimer and Ilya Samsonov, <laughs> Jake Ottinger. There's another guy. Like he's just the, the top 10 of the league is, it's golden, you know, and it's just, even Craig Anderson, he's, he's, uh, for, for war rating, he's 10th, 41 years old, 41 years young, the way you want to look at it, seriously, like just, it, goaltender musical chairs this last season too, but he opted to stay. You know, and I, I, tomorrow night I'm going to bring on, or the next podcast, I should say, the next episode. I'm going to bring on, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even think I could call him the rookie anymore there, but Jeff Aid, he, he's he's part of our network there, the Heavy Hockey Network, and he's a humongous, he's a, he's a lifelong Sabres fan. And, and if you're a Sabres fan right now, man, you gotta you got to be super stoked about this team, the way they're playing. And the way their goaltending is, you know, like that's it's been it's been a mash unit for the last couple of years, but uh, <laughs> you got to be super stoked. And then you, you see Craig Anderson playing like a twenty five year old out there too. It's really really inspiring to see. You know, I, I wish I had had his chops. I'd I'd probably still be playing there too. <laughs> Just joking, but anyways, uh, the main thing I wanted to talk about today. And it's no uh, no surprise. 
Carey Price yesterday had a, uh, a half-hour press conference to to the media there in, in, in Montreal at Broussard. And uh, he um, he basically gave an update on his health. Now, it's no secret about his health problems. You know, and what he went through last year there with uh, going through the the, the players' uh, rehabilitation program, NHLPA program. And then he came back. You know, he... he he was getting better. He was going back on the ice, rehabbing and whatnot. And I'll never forget the last game last year. And he just didn't look. He didn't look like himself at all. He looked like. He did not look like himself. Period. And it was kind of disheartening to see. And I know how much he loves the game. You know, I'm. I've been. A, I've been a staunch fan. I've been a staunch supporter of him since. Since his junior days. And to see him on the brink of retirement, it's it's kind of, you know, it's like, wow, this is it. You know, he's only 34 years old. He, st- he still wants to come back. That's what he's, That was the first thing he talked about. He said he had zero plans to retire yet. He like, did no plans whatsoever. He did not. He didn't want to throw in the towel. He didn't want to. He wanted all options on the table. And uh, he's working on being a pain-free being on pain free in his daily life that's his first goal and that's a big big thing he talked about the you know to to see the young goalies you know the young players in uh in the league there today and just he he didn't lie he didn't uh, he didn't sugarcoat anything he said he's completely envious he wants to be out there playing and I don't blame him I don't blame him at all he, uh, he, on in the summer there, you know, like bef- his end of the year presser there last last season, it was pretty damning. Like he just he basically said, "I want to, you know, go see another. I want to have a second opinion on my health problems." And he went there. He went to New York there in the in the in the summer months. They kind of assessed him said, you know what, surgery is suggested a second time around. And he talked about it in depth, which I'm not going to talk about on here. Basically, in a nutshell, it's a 50-50 shot of getting better. And uh, he would consider it only, the surgery only, if it was impacting his day-to-day life, let alone playing on the on the rink. He's also said there, like yesterday, he said the rehab hasn't been successful. Yeah, pardon me, successful. He would be open to cortisone injections if he did see progress. But the main thing is he's going to be out for the entirety of this season, probably next season, at minimum. He talked about, you know, talking to, to former former players, uh, former goaltenders there too that went through the same problems, and it's it's a minimum of a year, bare minimum. He talked about his knees, his ankles, and his hips, like he just just pure pain. And he says, you know, like the best advice he can give anybody, whether it's a goaltender or defenseman or a forward or a black ace or whoever, 
just take care of yourself, he said, both physically and mentally. And he uh <laughs> he he was he was pretty candid. He he didn't hold anything back. He said, I'm not done yet. He says he wants to he wants to uh, he wants to come back and play eventually. Now, when that's going to be, he said there's zero timeline on that. And I, like I said, I, I feel for the guy. You know, he he's kind of seeing the other other side of the grass here right now, as far as hanging out with his family. He said when I when I pick up my kids, I have pain. He says I don't want that in my everyday life. Do you really blame the guy? I don't. He he basically said there in the end, he said there, it might be an outside hope, you know, a miracle that he comes back and gets to play and, and you know, challenge for a Stanley Cup in any position, he said. <laughs> he joked about that too, you know, and, and one of the reporters joked back, oh, you want to play winger? And he just kind of laughed and he said, sure, I like to snipe a few at a goalie's head. <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious. But all, all jokes aside, you know, you got to feel for the guy. He he left it all out there. So make of it as what you will. You know, he uh, if he does decide to retire, you know, somewhere down the road, he can you say that he is a he's a Hall of Famer? He didn't win a Stanley Cup, but boy, oh boy, like <laughs> his accolades there, like his stats alone, I would say yes. You know, two-time gold medalist. You know, it's. I think he's, I think he won it two times, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, like that that win in Sochi was that that was pure domination. That entire team was loaded, though. You got a team Canada like that 2014 team was absolutely loaded. Like they they didn't they didn't skip a beat. The last thing I want to talk about today, so I wish Kerry all the best, you know, him and his family all the best. Sorry, I, I kind of jumped the gun here. I just want to wish Kerry all the best, you know, just get, you know, sending well wishes his way. And, you know, I, I'd like, as a fan of his, I'd like to see him play again on the big stage. But it's, uh, right now it's, 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 a, it's a long shot. At least that's that's my judgment call, but I'm I'm not I'm not Carey Price. <laughs> so the last thing I want to talk about, and uh, shout out to the new kids on the block here at Heavy Hockey. I gotta give a shout out to Cody Jansen and everybody at the World uh, Hockey Report. Uh, stellar, stellar group of people brought on here, and Cody tweeted out there tonight. <laughs> That Bob Nicholson, in 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 lieu of all the allegations against Hockey Canada, Bob Nicholson has been subpoenaed to testify in court November fifteenth in Ottawa. That's what Rick West had actually reported. Cody, it was a tweet by Cody Jansen there, and I was just like, "Whoa, <laughs> they're they're not they're not they're not uh, they're not beating around the bush." I can guarantee you, though, that Bob Nicholson's going to throw every wrench in the book to avoid litigation, the prosecution. I mean, I just, I could see it from a mile away. He's going to be—he's part of the old boys' club. I hate to say it, 
you know, because he's done so much. But in lieu of all this that has happened, I'm not surprised that he was part of it because he was. He was head of Hockey Canada for years. <laughs> and it, it's it's sad. It really is sad. Like, the entire legacy that he laid is, you know, allegedly been tarnished. Can you say allegedly at this point? I don't know. Make of it as what you will, but I had to talk about this because it's just he's part of the Oilers organization now, and honestly, you know, if you're a part of, uh, you know, Daryl Cates' group, what do you say to the guy? Adios? I would, <laughs> but that's just me. You know, save face ahead of time. But that's just my opinion, folks. That's all I'm going to say on that. But it'll be, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, interesting times. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a no doubter right there. Anyways, I'm going to cut it short here. My top five for the week. Like I said there before, I talked about Logan Thompson. I talked about Jordan Bennington. Talked about Carter Hart. Talked about Eric Comrie. And lastly, I want to talk about Connor Hellebuck. He's done not too shabby for the Jets here this year as well. So that's my top five for this this week of October the 25th. Maybe I'll, this, this will be a weekly thing. You know, top five goalies of the week. <laughs> Maybe I'm missing a few here too. I don't know. There's been so many games. I've been sick as a dog dealing with migraines, but that's another story. Anyways. Shout out to Carey Price. Shout out to everybody who's listening to this. I appreciate you all. And uh, like I said, next episode, I'm going to have Jeff Aid on, Buffalo Sabres super fan. We're going to talk about the goaltending tandem that's uh, surprising the heck out of everybody in the league. We're going to talk about that team as a whole, not just goaltenders. I want to I want to go in depth there with their prospects and, and what the, the lineup has consisted of here as of late and how they've been so successful under Kevin Adams and Don Granato. Yeah, as I said there back in the summer, you know, their their whole scouting department there and their development department has just been off the, off the chain here as of late, especially in the last year. But anyways, I'm going to let everybody go. Thanks so much for tuning in. Check out Heavy Hockey Net on Twitter. Check out heavyhockey.com. Check out World Hockey Report on Twitter. Check out uh, hey, check out the whole crew. Check out Oilers Live, man. Uh, shout out to Michael Heber, the godfather of the hockey net, hockey heavy hockey network. <laughs> Going ahead of myself here. Uh, check me out on Twitter. Cam rates one and uh, check out all the, all the shows are on YouTube. Check out us on Facebook. Uh, I know Oilers live is on everything. And Michael Hebert was doing a, doing a interview there with, uh, can't remember the gentleman's name, but he's from St. Louis in lieu of uh, tomorrow night's game, Oilers versus the blues, which should be a dandy. Until next time.
I'm Kirk Morris. You're listening to the Paddle Down Podcast on the Hockey Heavy Hockey Network. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next time.